Hey and welcome to And What Not. I'm Ali. I'm Emily. And welcome back. This is episode six. Uh, I will just quickly apologise. We do have roofers on our roof again. Nothing new there. Stop walking around. Probably can make you creaking. Sit down. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will. You might hear banging in the background because the roofers are doing the roof again. It's not maybe in your. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. <laughs> but yeah, um, we've just sent a formal letter to get a demand for a final date because we're beyond the point of dealing with the roof anymore. It's been six months. Has it been six months? I mean, we put in our first complaint in late July, early August. and We moved in in July, so basically the whole time we've lived here. Yeah, and we're in February, so seven months then. Yeah. Well, it's March on Monday. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get on the roof until August, did they? So, yeah. Yeah. About seven months. But, um, yeah, we'll be on the point of... Repair. Repair. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, we was part of history this week. We were? On Wednesday. There's Wednesday. <laughs> no, Wednesday. It's Friday, Friday today. Yeah. <laughs> on Wednesday, we went and got our COVID vaccines. Woo-hoo. First one of two. Yours is all bruised. <laughs> mine is all bruised and red and swollen. That won't happen if you get it done unless you're on blood thinners because mine's absolutely fine. <laughs> so, it's only because I'm on medication it's gone like that. But yeah. So if you get offered it, go and get it. Just go get it, yeah. Um, it's just like the flu jab. Listen to the queen. I don't like getting my flu jab done. I think it hurts. And the COVID vaccine didn't hurt when I had it done. It hurt afterwards, the day after. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like someone had stabbed my arm, honestly. And I was tired. You didn't really have any after effects. I was a little tired, but... I was so tired that day. And swollen. I had a nap that day for over an hour, an hour and a half, I think my nap was. And then I went to bed early as well because I was so tired. Then I'd work. Such a wimp. Yeah, well, people react to it differently. Speaking of wimps, obviously, (laughs) being on blood thinners, (laughs) I'm also so... Susceptible. Susceptible. <laughs> to bleeding after like having blood stone or jabs or anything. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously you had your jab and were completely fine. I had to have it like taped up onto my arm after to stop any bleeding and put pressure on where I'd have my jab done. Um and the woman told me I had to keep pressure on it for a few minutes, but obviously I had to leave the room and wait outside for fifteen minutes before I could leave because you have to make you wait to see if it's any side effects. And I walked out and I had to have hold of my arm, keeping pressure on it. So as I was walking out, everyone was looking at me like, there's a fucking wimp, she's only had a jab. Because <laughs> I was holding my arm like I was in pain, but obviously it was just pressure on the point. I saw you because I had, we went into the same room together and we had a nurse, a nurse each, but I didn't have any medical issues, so mine was done really quickly, whereas they had to go through a lot of stuff with you. And then I saw you, I was sat in the there was different sitting areas and I was sat on the inside and I saw you leave the room <laughs> holding your arm I was like what a whim <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny yeah probably people probably did think yeah you were always they were all like smiling at me sympathetically and I was like oh just <laughs> I'm not a wimp I just have to keep pressure on my arm because I bleed everywhere otherwise <laughs> and then I will be a wimp because I passed out. <laughs> when, when we left and met outside after our 15 minutes, you said to me, did they tape you? I was like, no. <laughs> I was fine. And I've got a big... It's itchy, actually. Don't itch it. That's I'm not itching, but it's... Gone. It's just like a little... red. It looks like you've been bitten. Like, it's a red mark. It's gone down, actually. I put cream on it. Well, you put cream on it. Yeah. It's funny. You was like, I need cream. And I came in and I was like, what do you want? Fungal antidepressants. <laughs> because I didn't know what it was for. You just said, I need cream. <laughs> Get me cream. And I also found um, that gel, didn't I? We, yeah. You went and bought those little strips for, like, the bazooka. What's it? Is it called bazooka? Bazooka Ruka. I don't yeah. have a Ruka. No, we not, neither, is, not, neither of us do. But you went and bought little the, the little patches. And I went into my medical bag for a cream. I was like, oh, I actually have the gel. <laughs> right. I don't think they want to hear about us buying Ruka. No, well, we only we went originally to get um, sleeping tablets. That's what I went for. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't have; they're out of stock, which is not great for me. We bought a really nice candle. Oh god, it smells so good. 
probably put it on today at some point, yeah. actually. It is. Eric's Botanica. Moroccan mint and pink grapefruit. I am surprised I can read that from here. <laughs> I have my glasses on. I have my glasses on and I can't see it. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, i tell you what, yesterday, so I was at work yesterday. And... I was at work yesterday and obviously I get the train to and from work the majority of the time unless it's before the trains run. <laughs> and when was the last time you used the train station? Do you remember? Beginning of January. Okay, so not that long ago. But beginning of January, we're, it's the 26th today. Are they still doing the train floor? They're still doing the train floor. And, but it's the point when they first started, they did the main area. So if you've never been to Sheffield train station, it's, you've got three entrances, the two main entrances, then the, the side entrance where the taxis are. And then there's the main area with the benches and where you get your tickets from and the boards are up. And then there's some, a set of stairs to go onto the bridge where the actual, platforms, the platforms are. Um, and they did that main area first. So they took all the tiles up. You could still use all three entrances and just have to walk around. Um, and then on the way back, and on the way there yesterday, I was like, oh, they've blocked off the taxi entrance because they're doing that bit all together. So I went round the front and they've blocked off one of them entrances as well. because the And so they're doing two entrances at once, which doesn't make any sense to me when they're trying to be COVID safe. You would have thought that they'd do one at a time. Yeah. Um, but as well, they're two completely separate parts of the train station. You would have thought they would have done the main bit, then the entrance near the main bit, then the other main entrance near their main bit, and then the side bit. But no, they haven't. And then as well, on the way back, it wasn't like that when I went in the morning, but in the afternoon when I was on the, on the way back, they've blocked off half the stairs because they've started to do under the stairs as well. Do you know when you walk around to platform one behind the stairs? Yeah. They're doing all that bit. So you can only use half of the stairs. <laughs> Why would they do so many sections at once? So yeah. frustrating. I mean, they started that before Christmas, didn't they? They did, yeah. They've been doing it, what, three months? I don't know why it's... T- I mean... Sheffield. It's just Sheffield builders and workers. The shit. <laughs> There's so much shit. <laughs> Everything takes so long to do. I know Ian doesn't listen to our podcast, but Ian, if you do listen, you Get shit. shit together. <laughs> Jesus, it's been really nice for the past five days. You've had no excuse not to come onto our roof and fix it. Uh, it's really nice to say. But, yeah. We won't cut it short, but I do want to get cake at some point. Today. Oh, we'll go out. Always talking about food. Shut up for food. No, I mean, we've eaten. It's still... We're in the morning still. I can't believe it's only quarter to 11. Quarter to 11. I've done quite a bit today. I woke up at 7. Yeah, I woke up at 7 as well. Out of... Not free will. You need to scare away. Yeah, I heard you. You woke me up when I heard you up. I was in a really nice dream. Mm -hmm. I mean, it weren't like an awful dream. I was proper comfy and... I don't know. I just all of a sudden just had my eyes shut and then I went, woke up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to piss myself out. <laughs> I jumped out of bed, disorientated because I hadn't had time to sit up. So I must have woke you up because I sort of yeah. was walking, but walking into my mirror. I was like, no, don't want to go that way. <laughs> it sounded like you were, had forgotten to do something or whatever and you were getting up to go do it quickly and to go back to bed. But yeah, I woke up when you woke up and then... At like 25 to 8, I had a shower and got dressed. And then at 25 to 9, I went out shopping, which was funny because I went, Aldi opens at 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh, I'll go early. I might as well since I'm, I've got a meeting at, a Zoom meeting at 10. So I'll go before then. Got there and it was, it was really quiet. You maybe had just maybe two people down each aisle at once. Like it was really quiet. But a lot of people there were like elderly people because obviously when the pandemic and lockdown all started, they were dedicating an hour in the morning just to like the vulnerable NHS staff. So I I just think that people have got used to that. So they just go that early in the morning. So then I was in, when I was in the checkout, I had, obviously I got a few bits for you, but I didn't, I put my bits first and your bits and a separate bit so you had your own receipt. But there was a, um, an elderly man in front of me and an elderly woman behind me and the elderly man had a M&S bag full of four uh, sorry six red wines and then a bag of four with more red wines in it and then behind me was um, the elderly lady and you'd look at her shopping and not think that's for her because she had a, like a case full of beer cans 
<laughs> I was like, oh, is it alcoholic day? What's going on? <laughs> oh, there are many people were buying alcohol today. It's Stir Friday. It is Stir Friday. Like, you know what? I should have got some, something for us to drink. But I have something to drink. I almost got those little cans of flavoured cider because they're on offer. But the ones on offer, I didn't like the sound of. Yeah. Um, Today is Stir Friday. Every Friday. Stir Friday, yeah. We have Stir Fry. We should do every Friday, stir Friday, but okay. also have something to drink. We don't always have something to drink on a Friday. I have a bottle. I mean... We now and again have a drink. I'm doing not. a virtual Hindu tonight. You are doing a virtual Hindu tonight. Are you going to get virtually drunk? Uh, no, but it's really funny, actually. Um, so, Robert's sister is getting married, mm-hmm. and she's doing a virtual Hen-Zoom. That's what she's called it. Hen-Zoom. Um, but at the start of the week... She has an infection, so she got put on antibiotics, so she can't drink. Oh, okay. So I might end up having a cup of tea with her. <laughs> what time is it again? Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. She says she's just doing a quiz, and then... Oh, you're going to be all right doing this quiz? No. <laughs> I, I remember um, in lockdown, when we first started last year, it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to do a quiz for her birthday with, like, all of her family and stuff. Yeah. Um... And I came last, obviously, because I didn't know anything. Um, but yeah. You know a few things. Sure. <laughs> Which country is the only country without a rectangular flag? Nepal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I always throw that in. You do. That's my one. Um, yeah. You'll get one, at least. We haven't done a quiz in a while. We have what? Haven't done the quiz in a while. Yeah. Uh, is this the second week we haven't done it? We'll have to do it next week. Yeah. Um, I'm at work. I can't. <sighs> We'll show them how it's done. <laughs> Darren and Sarah will be winning because we're not there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do it last week and then we're not doing it this week. And then I'm not here next week. I'm at work. So, Which, by the way, um, we've already sort of talked about this, talked about this but we're going to pre-record um, it the day before out with the podcast. Yeah. And then we'll still upload it on the Friday, but we'll be recording on a Thursday instead yeah. of a Friday. Um, we will date it when we record it as well, but um, it'll, if we talk about anything topical about that week, it'll make sense if things have changed by the Friday because we recorded on Thursday. Aye. But yeah. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to cover today? Uh, oof. Oh, I'm actually not sure what. But, what oh, oh. I, I always think I need to think what I want to cover, and then I never think. Um. So. On the ongoing journey of you watching as many films as I think you should be watching. <laughs> Is that the title yeah. of the list? Yeah. Um, you've watched the first three X-Men's, like the original three X-Men's. No, I've only seen two. Have you not? Yeah, no, you've seen all three. Last Stand was the last one. Oh, yeah, because I said I preferred the third the one, third one to, the to the second. Yeah. I'm getting confused because we watched two on one day. In one sitting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you've watched the first three original X-Men's. Thoughts? Um, do not relate to anything else. <laughs> Just them on their own. <laughs> three. Yeah. One, two. Interesting. That's the order I'd go in. I go three, two, one. Um, just probably because I've watched three and two more than I've watched one. Three, one, two. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened in the last one. So the it first so long. It was this time last week. It was, yeah. So the first one was... Um, I remember meet, the first one. You meet Wolverine and Rogue and yeah, yeah. is going to use Rogue to change. Oh, I remember the third one ended with um, Magneto. Oh, yeah, and the chess piece. And the chess piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I looked at it and I went, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the... Yeah, the second one is the second one I always forget. Uh, the second one is Strider is introduced, the guy that has a connection to Wolverine. Jean is losing control of her powers. Yeah. Then the third one is um, Jean comes back. I mean, it's not a spoiler. They've been out for, like, getting on to 20 years. <laughs> but Jean comes back from the dead. Um, and Scott is killed. And she's lost all control, so, like, the phoenix has taken over. And yeah. then there's the big battle between everyone, because they're trying to protect that child who has the ability to stop mutant's powers. Yeah. Um, and the vaccines come out that is meant to stop mutant, vac- uh, mutant abilities, 
which we find out isn't fully effective because of Magneto. Magneto at the end when he knocks over the metal chess piece. Yep. Um, but yeah, we with the next we're doing it in order of release. We're not doing it in chronological order because it's a little bit confusing if you try and do it in chronological order. Um, but yeah, the next one is Wolverine Origins, which has been debated to be one of the worst ones, but it's not. The worst one is the... It's just Wolverine, which is the one set in, I think, Japan. Okay. That's the worst one. I that's not until... Japan, I think that's, like, midway. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. But, yeah, the next we'll one... <laughs> it's, you know what? Wolverine, uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine... It isn't the best one, but I still quite like it. <laughs> I don't know. I have a soft spot for the X-Men films. Um... You'll have Ryan Reynolds, you know, the guy who plays like Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. So he does play a version of Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, and that's the reason a lot of people don't like it, because the, they ruined what Deadpool is meant to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why when you, when you watch X, X-Men Wolverine Origins and then watch Deadpool again, you'll see loads of references in Deadpool to X-Men X-Men. Origins okay. taking the piss. I like Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool's funny, I like Deadpool. Um, um, we also watched The Handmaiden this week. Oh, uh, the yeah, Korean film, Handmaiden. Um, it was really It's good. so good. I mean... I really enjoyed it. it, it it's it been on my to-watch list since second year when my other, like, horsemates had watched it in film studios, but I did Japanese instead, so I had missed the screening of it because I was doing a different module to them. Um, and all of them said it was really good. It, it was, like, highly praised and stuff. Um, so it's been on my... Wa- I mean, I should be doing a master's. That's two years it's been on my watch list. I've just never got around to watching it. So glad. What have you been on. doing all this time? Watching other things. <laughs> but, yeah, we we watched it together. We and did. it was so good. Really and it was... Good. You actually didn't, like... Usually when I watch foreign films with people who don't usually watch foreign films i get asked a lot of questions whereas I were, I you didn't ask me so you, both, you didn't ask me any questions there was like bits like cultural things that i was like oh this is for this yeah but that's one question yeah. it was just to confirm the character she was right she was writing to someone yeah and, and you like, like is she writing to that this person? person yeah put it all clicked i was so proud of myself yeah. i sat there i mean i feel like i was a bit late to the party and it clicked and i went oh, this means this and you went yeah i worked that out <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of myself. It was really good. It's in three parts as well. It is. Um, which I couldn't. It's interesting. Because I sort of could predict what was going to happen, but the way it went about it. I mean, after the surprise. after the first part, yes, you could predict how things were going to go. Yeah. But it's just the shock of the first part. It was like having mini three mini films in one because. Each of them had their own climax in each part, which was super interesting because yeah. films don't usually do that. I mean, um, the film, I mean, without spoiling it, anyone should go see it, uh, to be honest. It's, it's on Netflix. It's really great. Um, it's about a lady who has joined a family to be a maid um, and she starts having romantic feelings for the woman she's being a maid for. That's basically the gist of the film, that's it. That's all you need to know, that's the synopsis that's supplied on Netflix. Obviously, we're saying it's fantastic because more happens. Um, well, she's a pick... It does establish it, so she's a... She's a pickpocket. A pickpocket that's been asked to be a maid. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, but obviously, the... The maiden, or like... I don't know what to call it, like the countess. The countess, yeah. She doesn't know that she's, she's a pickpocket. Pick yeah. So that's basically all you need to know before going into it. I mean, it's all explained in the first, like, 20 minutes anyway, that yeah. she's from, a, a, like, a poorer family. She's a pickpocket. That's how she gets by in life. So she's Korean, isn't she? She's It's It's set during the... T- 1930s, uh, like, it is. 1930-something, and it's set during wartime. So Japan have basically invaded Korea by that point. Um, yeah. so, so she's Korean. She's going to work. The Countess is Japanese. Japanese and then her husband-to-be is Korean, Korean but wants to be Japanese. That's why he wants yeah. to marry her. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. It is. Um, Very powerful. Oh, yeah. I was explaining, obviously, my nana. Um, I mean, she's not old, but she's old. Yeah. Um, and she watches all these films, but I don't think she'd be able to really 
to follow it. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Or she, it's like it's sort of her thing, but if it was in English, um, she was telling me the last time she watched subtitles was when the TV aerial was that slow to pick up on things. She had to put the <laughs> subtitles on to follow the TV. Right. This, the subtitles and the thing that the screen was so off sync. Right. Um, and I, I was telling her like every little detail about it. So I think it took me like a good 40 minutes to oh, tell yeah. her. She was enough. like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah, I might have to go watch it. I'll understand it now. Yeah, I feel like if um, you have a good attention span, yeah. I, I don't feel like you need it for that. It's just because you have to read at the same time, but yeah. you should have a good attention attention span to watch that. Um, as well, you got to think it is a Korean film and you know how conservative they are so to have a film that um sort of mixes around with lesbian love interests and stuff like that yeah it, yeah okay there was only I, I don't get uncomfortable by much uh, it takes a lot for, to make me uncomfortable but there was one bit which you said you also felt uncomfortable um there's this doesn't spoil anything but there's a picture where she's about uh, there's a scene where she's about to do oral and the camera is solely on her face as yeah. if she's looking into her vagina into her vagina and then she starts like doing her tongue and stuff i'm going okay i'm very uncomfortable you're in my passive space you're too close to her face i don't need to see that that was the only point i felt uncomfortable was that i was like oh i feel like i'm being (laughs) it's invading that my space even i have to say like we all watched a quiet i mean i was smiling i was and then when that bit come on i just went Again, I, I felt not awkward, but the silence was too intimidating. I had to say something. Which is funny because there is like, they are sort of doing foreplay and stuff before that point yeah. anyway. And we were all fine with that bit, even though there's nudity and it's quite close and there, it's central and stuff. But it was just the close up on her face. It was like right there. Her tongue's like sticking out like. I'm doing the impression. I always forget that they can't see me doing the impression. <laughs> but yeah, um, great film. Yeah. I would suggest anyone to watch it. I gave I it a four. I gave it a four, so yeah. And I liked it. Yeah, I always forget to like films on the box. I tend to just, but yeah, I'd like it as well. I'd watch it again. We always tend to like think onto films, don't we, when we're talking? Well, we always tend to watch at least one film a week anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's just like with the film students. Yeah, obviously. Sometimes it's not always a perk, but yeah. I mean, you watch good films because you're the student. I've shown you some good films. Like? I can't, I can't think of any of them, man. Pretty Woman. Okay. Uh, oh, we watched that one with um, Josh. Oh, I don't know his last name. Oh, He's go. in the Durrells. He plays the eldest brother Larry in Durrells. Oh. And it's got um Oh, I don't remember the name of it. Um uh, Tomlinson, um, that woman. What's she called? No no no, think of the guy. What's the guy oh, called? Oh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. And Emma Thompson. Tomlinson. Yeah. Thompson? Thompson. Yeah. Is it Emma Thompson? Yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, huh. cool, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, them three. Um if you don't that know was the, good. if you don't know who the Durrells guy is, he's also Prince Charles and the Crown yeah. <laughs> in the newest season of the Crown. And if you don't know what the Durrells is, go and watch the Durrells. Which actually, yeah, the Durrells. We is need pretty to good. watch some more of that. We've stopped watching it. But yeah, um, that was an alright film. It was quiet, to the least. What's that for? I need a tissue. <laughs> you need a tissue. So I texted Molly and I went, "Please see for me a tissue." <laughs> keeps rumbling i'm so hungry uh, no we're not talking about food sorry today. i know it's just it's actually rumbling like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't needed tissue though. i just texted her do not podcast please <laughs> <laughs> and she just brought the box in if anyone's in are you sniffling yeah yeah that's the covid joke and i don't think is that a side effect i mean they said you could get a bit of a cold i mean yeah. um a that's sad sad to everything now isn't it a when you get like today. flu yeah um but yeah, what about you anyway? You haven't said what you want to talk about. I have no idea. <laughs> Ask me some questions. Come on. What just random questions? Yeah, but you I'm always not. do to this to me, even when I'm not recording, you're like, uh, tell me something you always go, tell me something that I don't know. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, okay. I do everyone. Oh, I'll tell you what we did do um, what day are we on? Friday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. 
after we had our flu jab, uh, not flu jab, a COVID jab, we went into Tampa Coffee and got ourselves a treat. So we got a soft drink and chips. We don't use treat ourselves, we have our, we treat ourselves every day. (laughs) Every day is a good day to treat ourselves. Um, But we got chips and went and went and to sit next to the union, student union, and just ate it there. And there was rosemary growing. There was. In like, it's not like a public garden, there's just like little plant pots like around. And you eat and I just went, is that rosemary? You were like, no, it won't be. And then you rubbed it with your hand and you like, oh yeah, it is rosemary. So I took the sprigs and left it in the fridge. You say you can't smell it, but I think I, I, I can smell when it when you open it. Fridge. That's another thing. We've done some gardening. Oh, we have done gardening. Indoor gardening. I, I went and bought some seeds yeah. and some pots because I want to grow my own stuff. Um, I've wanted to grow. I had a, I've been I had a pot since I've moved in from my mum. It, it used to be my mum's, and I wanted to grow a tomato plant. But when I moved in, I couldn't get them anywhere. Yeah. They were like um, they used to have the like actual plants in Aldi, mm-hmm. like tomato plants. But I think they'd gone out of season by the time I'd got the pot. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've planted tomatoes, uh, rosemary, basil, parsley, thyme, thyme carrots and radishes mm-hmm. um i need to plant some peppers but i need more soil for that um it's a good environment because our kitchen's like a greenhouse oh yeah yeah Keep in, in the summer it's like in, a greenhouse in the summer not right now it's freezing in there but it um depends with the sun's on it or not but yeah it is always this because the sheet's not on there anymore it's ideal yeah because it Plants. I mean, I've had like um, aloe vera plants and stuff like that in my room, and Which they just kills. They <laughs> die because I've, there's no light in my bedroom. I've had to put sandras, which is I've got. A, it was four cactuses in a pot, um, and I called a Sandra. She started getting sick, right? <laughs> in my sick Sandra, sick Sandra in my room, and I had to do an operation on her to get rid of one of the little <laughs> get rid of one of the cactuses because it was starting to like decay, and I didn't want it to affect the other ones. So oh, I did little, an operation. <laughs> did an operation, took it away, repotted her with the, just the three cactuses, and I had to leave her in the living room, which she's thriving now. She's fine. She is, yeah. But yeah, I had to do a little operation on her. I have an orchid. I put mine in the kitchen for the time being. Yeah, they just there's no light in our rooms. They die too easily. Yeah. They need to be in here, or we're in the living room, or the kitchen, for the most light. Um, even Mal's room doesn't really get much light. She's had to pull her plant. That plant, you should have seen it before she brought it down. It was on death's door, and it looks a lot more healthy now that it's in there. It's because I had some bloody water in it. <laughs> I went to go water um, plants today. I'm not going to do my cactus. She's going a bit yellow. Can I see on her spikes? Her spikes are going yeah. a bit yellow. I did surgery on Mal's plant. Oh, yeah. I cut off. The dead bits off the leaves. Yeah, so that will be healthy, grow healthy, yeah, which is good. But yeah, I know how to keep long-lasting plants. It's just in that room, there's no sunlight. <laughs> so, yeah, I think ask me some questions, and we'll call this week's episode Question Time. Mm, question Time with Emily. Question Time with Emily. Yeah. I don't know what sort of question, what like personal question, whatever you want to ask, whatever I want to ask. It's like the other day, I asked you to tell me something. <laughs> oh no, I was on the phone to Rob and I said, "Tell me something." And he went, "What do you want to know?" Give me a topic, and I went, "Penguins." Uh, give me a topic, and I go, it might be easier. No, 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 no. Come on, question time with Emily. That's question time with Emily. Ooh, okay. Do you ever think that train super trams or train trams that we have in Sheffield will be everywhere? Mm, I'd like to say yes, but no. Why no? Because you've seen how slow it fucking takes me to do a train station on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like cars obviously will always be around. Electric cars. Yeah. Um, They're doing a lot at the minute with like urban green space. Mm-hmm. Um especially in Sheffield, I mean, that's one of the topics I'm learning about at the minute, is, like, um, urban green space and people in the natural environment and, like, cycleways. Mm -hmm. So it's been, like, um, researched that if an urban area becomes more greener and more accessible for people with walking routes on pavement, with cycle routes, it will encourage more people to do it. So I feel like that might start becoming a big factor in public transport so 
the reason I asked this because I did read something about it. Um, obviously, we do have trams in Sheffield that go that extend to Rotherham, um, and like surrounding areas. Um, and it was mentioning that they were building. Is the trams in Manchester? It is, yeah. I was gonna say they were building them in Manchester. They're doing it for inner cities. Um, there's one. Ten minutes from my house. Right. That there's none up near where you came because that's like rural. Right. Um. So from my house, it stops about eighteen stops until it gets into the city centre. And from a city centre of Manchester, you can go to Altrincham, or you could go to Stockport, or you right. could go to Bury. So there's like six different routes from the Manchester tram that you can go. But is it as accessible and do people use it as much as they use it in Sheffield? Because I know like I there's not one person I don't know who uses the tram for something to get from A to B. People do use it a lot, yeah. Especially if you want to go into the city centre, it takes you right into the city centre. Yeah. Whereas the train, you've got to walk like yeah. 15 minutes into the city centre and it is cheaper but I don't know. I feel like they might have trams in eventually every city, mm-hmm. but maybe not to the extent that people would want them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, they are slower as well. That's why the uh, the trams in Sheffield only go to Rotherham because Rotherham's actually not that far. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I do. I, I showed you this at the beginning of the year, um, and I tweeted about it. Um, retweeted it. In Dubai, they're doing that new like system um, to encourage green space where the top layer is for public, mm-hmm. for walking and stuff. The middle layer is for um, pedestrian use, so like to get to tra- like the trains and stuff. And then the um, bottom layer is for like transporting materials. And goods and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it keeps all like cargo the, trains. Yeah, but all the trains and the trams, whatever they're putting under there, are going to be electric. So there's no issues with fumes because yeah. obviously if it's going to be petrol or diesel, it's going to. I mean, you're not going to be able to go down there. It's going to be too dangerous. So they're going to be underground. So they're going to be underground yeah. instead of on top of ground. So on top of ground, they can plant trees and make it green space. Top of ground. Top of ground. Top of ground. Top of ground. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, on the upper ground, they're going to just make it green space so people can walk without... And it's going to be better for the environment, yeah. especially if they actually do end up putting... I mean, they're going to have to put electric um, transport underneath because can you imagine the gases and the yeah. emissions? So you were talking about this. We went on a walk yeah. last week. God, I don't feel like last week. No, I know. Um, and we were saying we could completely tell the difference in the air quality. Oh yeah. From and we were like a fifteen minute bus. Fifteen minute buses from the city centre. Yeah. And the air quality is completely different. Like um, I mean where I'm from, I don't know if it's like in Manchester, but from where I'm from, we live in a village and like it's just outside of the whole city centre, and the air quality is as good as it was when we went for that walk. Mm. Whereas when I came to Sheffield. I 100% noticed a massive change yeah, in air quality. Yeah, I'd say it's the same where I live. Like the same sort of. Sheffield. I think that's probably why my asthma got worse as well. My my lungs were too used to a clean, zero emission. You climatise, don't you, yeah, the area that you are? It's like when um, you have allergies, they say yeah. to eat like the local honey because yeah. then you, if you ingest in. Just if you digest in the local honey, then you won't be as affected by local pollen. Pollen, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't obviously work for everything. If you're allergic to something or whatever, don't push it. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be. You might be allergic to Manchester dogs, but Sheffield dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. I was thinking, if you're allergic to eggs. Go eat eggs. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, if it's to do with the environment, yeah. Um, ask me another question. Ask you another question. Something this. like that where you had a like in depth yeah. answer. Whatever okay. you want, whatever you want to know. Whatever I want to know. Okay. Other than my bra size. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They don't need to know that. Um. What's your opinions on Biden at the minute with what he's been doing? So he's reversed. He's been reversing a lot of what Trump did. Yeah. So he. One of the things that has stuck with me that is reversed. Um, I've not really been following it. It's the the trans 
um, members of the army. So obviously Trump basically kicked them out of the army because they were trans or right, okay. uh, gay or whatever. Um, and remove their medals. So Biden's like reversed that and said, we're giving you your medals back if you want to join the army, as long as you sort of can do the fitness test again um, and your fitness level is the same, then you'll be welcome back. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's really good. I think it's a great... Like, why... He's starting off his presidency really well. But why should how they associate themselves with the gender affect... Yeah what they want to do if anything their job role is vital and important yeah. and like just because they're trans doesn't mean that's going to affect how they work absolutely i mean i think biden being like becoming president i always say to you obviously about being geography and stuff mm-hmm. climate with the meetings that's going on um like now right now is vital Oh yeah, and he's for the right climate change and making changes. And if we add Trump again for the next four years, can you imagine? And we spe- just it'd be detrimental. Speaking of, he won't even impeach, was he? No. Uh, that's the second time he had that trial, and he hasn't been impeached again. He might Which get means shot one day. Maybe one day. I mean, it's been said that well, now he can. Uh, run for president again mm-hmm. you, he's more allowed, more than allowed to do that which is crazy to me and if he actually grows his own brain cells and learns that the way he did things is so narrow uh, and he learns to expand his approach to things he could be president again yeah. that's the only reason he didn't get it this time is because he was so narrow minded and he only his um, campaigning was only towards the true like you know like the Trump followers, like yeah. the ones who think he could do no wrong, um, it was only for them. So a lot of other it's like Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way, perfectly in every way. But yeah, he was because he refused to adapt to any of his policies. A lot of Republicans who weren't true Trump supporters changed the vote to Democrats because they didn't want someone as insane as him. To run the country again. Yeah. But yeah, crazy. You want another one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Are you enjoying us? I, yeah, I am enjoying it. We've got time. Oh, we've got plenty of time. Uh, should we move, turn away, move away from politics? We've done transport. We've done politics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give myself like. Um, <laughs> Are you surprised at how little, how many, how little countries you know? Yeah. No. No. I'm You're not, not surprised. No, not at all. We've, we've yeah. So we've been doing a, a countries of the world quiz um on Japan. It's called. Yeah. It's really cool. I showed you it. Yeah. Um. We've been doing it like weekly to see if we can if remember any more. Bored. Just go. You just you have like fifteen minutes to type in as many countries as you can. So there's 196 countries in the world. Um. See, I know that. <laughs> you just don't know. Can't tell you what they're called. Um. And we usually peak at around 70. We, we get to around 70 80. and then we like scrimp through to the 80s. Yeah. And then um, when eventually like the time runs out or we give up, we go through. And there's so many countries that you should remember. But because when you first start, like, oh, I didn't remember this country last time. I'm going to put that one in first. <laughs> you remember just like the ones that you should know, like... Finland or oh you know what the one I always Iran and Iraq but you always forget them because you're too busy thinking fucking Kazakhstan or <laughs> Libya yeah <laughs> the thing is when I the was Philippines when I was doing it I, to be fair I remember a lot a, a lot of the Asian countries I always forget Fuji every time Fiji, Fiji. sorry Fiji every Fuji time is a, a, camera a, a camera company <laughs> Fiji every time I forget yeah. I always look and go what the hell are you and then when it See, finishes that's the thing I can name countries I can't tell you about I mean I know there's where certain, they are yeah there's certain countries that I'm like it's there I know exactly where like, it is like I could tell you the countries in America but I couldn't tell you, you where know where, where Kazakhstan is <laughs> yeah I know where Kazakhstan is <laughs> which is really funny because <laughs> we've, we've got into watching um, Richard Rich Osman's it's like something games, um, House of Games, House of Games, that's it, yeah. And there's always around every week called Where is Kazakhstan? Yeah. And they bring up um, a, a somewhere in in the world, like just a map, and they say, This has happened, um, where do you think it is? It is. Everyone is looking like, 
Kazakhstan Kazakhstan is on Obi. <laughs> it's called that because no one no one knows where Kazakhstan is. We do. But we spent ages like why did they put a picture of like America up? Kazakhstan's like the, in the first time they did it, there was a picture of Africa. Like it was Africa. Yeah. And we're going. It's not there, it's that way. <laughs> it's not on that map. I've fallen for it at least three times and then I realised that's the actual name of the map. Because round. people don't know where that, well, we, we know where it is. Another one I always get, Mongolia. Which is funny because I always get that. I always go Russia, Mongolia, China. I always yeah. put them together. So that's the thing, like, I, can, I can name the countries and go, this place, this place, this place. But then if you ask me to point it out on map, um, I, don't I wouldn't know. be able I to. I feel like... Some countries, yeah. In Asia, I feel like the majority of them... The ones I know, yeah. I can be like, oh yeah, like from Nepal, I'm like, oh that's that one, the little bit at the bottom, like it's there. That's, yeah, Mongolia's I'm... there, I know China's I'm underneath it. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. It's just surprisingly Europe. I've I no idea. Just... I'm like, oh here's France, Italy, Spain, Germany, like all the ones near us. There's always then... one that we forget. Yeah, I forgot which one it is now. Do you remember which one it is? <laughs> Finland, it's always Finland. Is it Finland? The top one, yeah, the little, the, the really little tiny, tiny one. one. Why we that? always forget Finland, and it's that really tiny one at the top. So we know now, but yeah, go yeah. try it out. <laughs> yeah, when I did it, I'm surprised that I know majority of obviously America is pretty easy. There's a few little ones that I forget, like the in between. Um, do you know where like was like Brazil and stuff? The little Argentina, islandy bit. Peru. Uh, very all easy. It's like the ones that have difficult names. That oh, so like the Maldives and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I always forget those ones. And the you rest. always get Madagascar. Yeah, I do. Uh, I always get the, the rest. I can get the majority of the Asian ones. Yeah. I don't do that bad on. I feel like I get maybe like. Oh, it's obviously less than half. Maybe like a third or a quarter of the, the African ones. It's Europe. I have no idea what's in Europe. <laughs> I can get all the ones that's near us. And then the middle of Europe go, but I have no idea. <laughs> we'll have to have another go later. I do like that quiz. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I was surprised at how little... I didn't realise there was that many countries. <laughs> I feel like you're Adam would like that quiz. Yeah, Adam probably would. I mean, he probably do not know as many as he Adam, <laughs> he does. go try it out. And we know you listen, so go and try it on Jet Punk, it's called. Yeah. It's like the... It's the Countries top. of the world. Well, it's it's like the most popular one. Yeah, just go on um, Top Quiz, it's the first one, because yeah. people like doing it, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but it's like it's like um, states in America. I feel like I, sh- I know states, but you just blank when someone yeah. quizzes you. I'm like... <laughs> you, say, you say cities instead of states yeah which is funny yeah because i do i'm like that's a city <laughs> oh what's the one i do with the world map i go canada quebec that's in canada <laughs> every time but yeah um another question yeah okay this is good Conversation. Yeah, but it's having the questions ready. Um, I feel like you were lying on my brain. <laughs> it's too early. Um, questions. Oh, oh, that was a genuine question. I just don't want to ask you about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just letting the world know how stupid I am. Thanks. Oh, what was it? Oh, I'm reading. Right. So we finished that book. Um, we did. Women don't owe you pretty. Women don't owe you pretty. She sponsored us last week, didn't she? She did. Florence <laughs> <laughs> Given, yeah. We we read that book last. We finished it. Speaking of sponsors, the NHS is sponsoring us this week for getting our COVID vaccine. Being part of history. Um, <laughs> so we've moved on to reading our own books again. Yeah. Like moved on. Um, you started the book you wanted to read for a while. Yeah. Um, and I've started mine, which is political again i think my next book after this is gonna have to not be political um you're gonna read the series that i'm reading well i've got another book after that but it is political but no, i'm one no, 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 no. we're not having a discussion <laughs> you'd read my i said i would but after i read the ones that are on bedside which there's two there but um yeah anyway um when i was reading it it made me like i wanted to read the introduction at least um, first of all what's it called this oh. deathly silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it called? Our no, this. It's not Secret Life of the Bar the Barrister. No, that's the second. That's the second book I've got. <sighs> What's it called? This. It's really short. The title, <laughs> and I don't remember it. Okay. This something. This country. This. <laughs> this country's a TV. I know. <laughs> this our 
country no this <laughs> something along those lines basically it starts with this this something okay we'll i don't remember what the guy i remember the, what the guy looks like when it, john no <laughs> proceed um so it talks about like the like the why conservative politicians have set for our country to be in the position it's in our world no <laughs> um and it talks about how we sh- as a country we should be socialist because the majority of the people in this country are working class um we overpopulate middle class and upper class people um but because of things like the financial my dissertation was on the financial crisis so when i was in the introduction i was like oh it's like i'm doing my dissertation again which i've also read this week if you have um but yeah it was talking about how like they've conditioned the country to think a certain way so when things like Corbynism came about people were frightened by it because they thought it was too socialist because they couldn't adapt their way of thinking to have change so it says that after the financial crash um you had conservative like extreme conservative um parties all around the world so it obviously says about the conservatives in our country and then it talks about um it meant you like just names a few from like italy spain japan stuff like that and how they put capitalism first over people but then at the same time you get socialist groups like labor and other you they named other ones who are the opposite who are like we need to now support the people because they need it now and then you have Corbynism and other parties like that, which is still still liberal and socialist, but to the extreme, I do in a vain commas because I don't think it's to the the way like he even like he didn't like Corbynism. He supported his campaign. He had, the person who wrote the book supported his campaign and helped him campaign. But he said there was issues with his campaign that he didn't like, mm-hmm. um, and it was Labour that saw his downfall not the conservatives the conservatives obviously had their remain but labor did not help the situation right um and it made me remember when you read my dissertation that you understood the pies and yeah. like the fact that we have the Lib dems conservatives labor but you didn't realize that there was like extremes and like different levels of labor within labor yeah um well crossovers as well there's crossovers so between like, the pies our current labor is very conservative labor like they're not socialist labor yeah. which is what they should be yeah um which Corbyn was um then it made me think because it talks about how Corb- uh, Corbynism aimed for the younger generation who were against the establishment yeah. and against control in I mean, such extreme ways came, when i was in college he came yeah to it, during it, his campaign he came to my college to like speak to us um about which is amazing i mean i I, you didn't go see him but i wish i had i I was meant to meet him last year yeah i didn't see him because at the time like i admitted to you i weren't you weren't aware oh yeah i weren't very into the the politics the world of politics like i I weren't very well educated in it as Mm -hmm. i am now i didn't really sit like every morning now i get up and i watch the news I, i didn't really do that yeah then I only learned through what my friends, their views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I was, um, and then I was thinking when I read that bit about the establishment, you had, you asked me when you read my dissertation, are you against an establishment like, con- like that structure? Yeah. And I said, no. I said, um, every country needs structure for it to function, just to function. I just don't agree with the current establishment. And then I thought, you know what this reminds me of? I had a dream in third year, which I told Amy about, Amy and uh, who is one of my classmates and Liv. And in this dream, we uh, it was we were writing a, a film about how like the the establishment of so the Conservative Party had really corrupted the UK to the point where there was gonna be civil war because people working class people had risen up they had had enough with the government and 
the film was so controversial that we were, had hitmen on us working <laughs> like, they need to be taken out. And though we had like copies of this film like hidden away each of us yeah. to, in order to film it. And then we released the film like on private networks and stuff. And we were like being hunted by the consent <laughs> in part of, like by government and stuff. And it just made me think, you know what? If there ever was an uprising, I'd so join it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting lost in thought, but like reading the, the introduction, going, I'm getting lost in thought, but I definitely would join an uprising. Would you join an uprising against a current establishment? Yeah, I would. Well, like, I just don't think. I think a lot of people would. I do I do that a lot when I'm reading. I'll start reading something and I'll start thinking about something else. And I'll get to the end of the page and I'll go, What did I just read? Yeah. So I have to start again. <laughs> And I read the same page about four or five times until I'm like, just fucking concentrate on what you read. I feel like I'd be, if there was ever an uprising against our corrupt, ridiculous government, I would so be on the front line. You'd feel, I'd be, I feel like you'd want to be involved, but definitely wouldn't be on the front line, no? Uh, no, but I feel like you would be on the front line. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be so up against them. Um, which also brought me to a question. Did we watch... After we watched Handmaiden, obviously, if you're healthy in those times, you were asked to fight for your country. For us, it was king and country. Would you fight if, if for some reason, we were entered a war or whatever, which hopefully were in peaceful times, we were, Dutchwood. Um, obviously, women are equal to men now. Yeah. So women would also be enlisted. Would you go? Right now, I'd say no. But if I was in the moment, I'd probably say yeah. It's funny because... Because right now I have time to think about it. Right. And I'm shit scared of the idea of it. But I feel like at the time, I'd be so enraged. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go. You know what? I mean, obviously, if you don't enlist and you go against the establishment, you just get arrested and stuff, don't you? And use my bread-making skills and just make bread (laughs) for all the, uh, the rations. Oh, I don't even know if you'd be able to go. Why? Because you're a health issues. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, if you were completely healthy and they wanted, obviously, if you if you were in war and they enlisted yet, you could be imprisoned for not going. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be imprisoned. I mean, I'd rather be imprisoned than fight and die. Um, yeah. Because I don't believe in this country. I don't believe fighting for queen and country. Um, I'm not a royalist. I think they're useless. I'm always a space. I wouldn't fight. Okay, so if it was for the Queen, then no. But if it was for something else, like it was like another world war. I just don't think it's fair that... If it was something I believed in. If it was something I believed in, I'd go. But if it, it, like, the world was... Sex and the Queen, she's old enough now. What? (laughs) Can you imagine her? With like a gun running down the (laughs) the Don't attack, don't attack. I'm the Queen, I'm the Queen. Because you're wearing like bright green or something. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like Second World War, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have fought in the Second World War. No. Like if women were, because there was a stupid reason we went to war. I mean, um, we, if we were going to join the war, we should have joined when Czechoslovakia was taken. Okay. Because the French had a treaty with Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia Czechoslovakia, and we had a treaty with France, so if France ever went to war, we had to go to war with them, because that was in our treaty. So when Czechoslovakia was taken, France went to war, but we didn't join. We went when they took Poland, because we feared that they were going to go to Russia, take Russia, then take us. We were so stupid. The reason we should have gone to war was the when earlier. It would have been resolved a lot quicker. <laughs> or, uh, I remember our history teacher was telling us about this. Um, or we should have waited until they got to Russia. Because we were, we were allies with Russia to begin with. Yeah. We, we should have waited until they got to Russia. Had majority of Russia and Germany, their forces divided and killed. Then joined the war and just cleaned it up afterwards, like the Americans did. <laughs> so, um, but no, we should have really got involved when Poland was taken, which had no significance to us all. Everyone else is sh- We're like, England is like that friend in a group of friends. Just get involved 
fucking shit. Don't need to get involved in. Yeah. We just want to know what's going on. The French, the, the French came to us when Czech was taken and said, they said to us, like, it's in your treaty, please join the war with us as allied, as an allied front. And we went, no. <laughs> we didn't went, sorry, we're in peaceful times. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. And the name Chamberlain was the Prime Minister during that time. Then Churchill took over. Um, Chamberlain set a thing out saying, meet us. It was like, I think Belgium was like the middle ground. We, they had to come meet us, have a meeting with us, so Germany could explain to us what they were doing. And then that is when we would have decided to join the war. But they didn't get in contact with us, so then we declared war on them. <laughs> you know, Hitler actually liked England. He had no intention to get us involved. Stupid. <laughs> All those lives lost for fuck all. <laughs> but yeah, crazy, right? Captain Tom could have told you some stories. Yeah, of how he was forced to enlist to an army. It's like, oh, I watched The Dig. And that was set just before. Who's in that? Is it Lily James? <laughs> so I watched the dig yesterday and I went, oh, Lily James is in it. And you went, what? Who went? Lily James? You went to Cinderella. Oh, okay, cool. And then you came and looked at the screen. Oh, Lily James is in it. You do it a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, this person in it. Oh, cool. Then you see, like, oh, this person is like, no shit. <laughs> you are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're going to elaborate on watching the dig. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, watching the dig. And that's set just before World War Two was announced. Yeah. Like, before it was um, thinking on the radio. Um, and the main, I don't remember, she's called Mrs. Pretty. Mrs. Pretty's cousin um, has been enlisted to the RAF. And she talk like she's talking to the main digger, uh, the one who um, first found and helped to find the boat and stuff. He, uh, she said to him, "I don't. Uh, my husband, who had passed away, had used to say that if you wanted people to die quickly, you send them to the RAF, which was right. I mean, especially during that time, if you were in the RAF, your lifespan was like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like you, you didn't last long. But then she said." But they say this war will be fought in the air, which, again, is correct. It was. Um, and then she's like, oh, but I can't say no. And I'm like, well, of course you can't say no. He's been enlisted. He has to go to the... I mean, he wanted to join the RAF as well, which she could have advised against. He, he would have had a better chance in the army. You never find out what happens to him. Okay. But, um, yeah, so he joins the RAF and whatnot. And I'm what's she going... You're like you. She is obviously sick in some way, and she has a son. I'm like, why are you letting him do that? Like, she's obviously really distraught about it. And then when he finds out that he's been accepted to the RAF, um, Lily James says, "Should I congratulate you?" And she's like, "He's like, oh well, my cousin here didn't, and she didn't say anything." I was like, because you're a fool to think that it's okay <laughs> to join the RAF. I wanted to join the RAF in peaceful times, um, when I was 16. I wanted to join the RAF. Really? Um, but I never came around to doing it because... You knew that one day you were going to meet me. Yeah, I did, yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I didn't come around to do it because there were just better options, I mm-hmm. think, at the time. Um, but I definitely know I would have joined the RAF if it was on certain times. <laughs> could you imagine? Would you ever join if you could? No. Wouldn't you? No. Not your cup of tea? No. Not the lifestyle you want. <laughs> but yeah. I'm prim and proper. You're prim and proper, yeah, you too. Proper. Proper. <laughs> yeah. Northern. Yeah. There's a lot of places in, in Hull that are for the forces, so it just made... So it was a liable option. Every... Do you know when you go to, like, uni... They're not open days, but, like, college open days. Yeah. But, like, this is the job you could do in the future yeah. and stuff like that. Every one of them we went to, there was always someone from the RAF, Navy, and Army there. Const- always. Um, so they could, as an option, then they'd be like, we'll pay for university if you come and do a year with us. So, but no. So it was just always there to be like, oh, maybe I should do that. No. <laughs> I'd never join the Navy. I can't do boats. <laughs> but <laughs> can't do it. I don't know if I'd be accepted. It wouldn't be with how bad it's gotten. 
I just don't look at you and go, nah. Nah, I'm alright. I'm alright, we don't need that. <laughs> We're full. We're sorry. Full. sorry. <laughs> right, we should start wrapping this up. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. I'm fed up with us. Don't even listen at this point. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, so we'll... I need to eat. I'm really hungry. I know we usually end... What time is it? We'll go out. Yeah, go get some cake. Yeah. I might even treat myself to, like, some lunch. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have Stir Friday later. Stir Friday tonight, yeah. Alright, right, well, anyway, <laughs> we best be off. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> See you later. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.